Last week, I just sold one of my listings, 7905 Howard in LaGrange, for $20,000 more than the competition. It wasn't easy, and it didn't happen after just a few days on the market. We listed in the fall and spent a total of 35 days on the market before canceling and going back on in late winter, January 24th, to be precise. Now, I know most agents probably wouldn't advise their clients to go on the market in the dead of winter, but we did, and it worked. I knew more inventory was going to be coming up, and I didn't want us to be getting into an overly crowded field. I wanted us to get out in front of the competition. But it's not like we sold overnight when we came back on in January. It would be another 45 days until closing for a total market time of 80 days. That's a long time. The current average market time in the Grange is only 72 days, and so at 80 days, the competition beat me out by 11%. Did I make up that loss in price? Well, you be the judge. The average sale price of the comps when I listed 7905 Howard was only $381,500. I sold Howard for $401,541, or over $20,000 more than the competition. So if you look at it another way, those extra eight days earned my clients an additional $2,500 per day relative to the competition's market time. Now, before I get into how I got my clients more for their home, I'd like to comment briefly on their motivation. This is not a one-size-fits-all approach. Uh, this sort of long-game strategy we implemented is not for everyone. Circumstances often have a big impact on price and marketing strategy, so if you need to sell quickly, this isn't the right approach for you. Uh, the one-size-fits-all rarely works. It rarely proves to be the most effective when it comes to selling a home each home and every owner's circumstances unique, and so this should be reflected and accounted for in the marketing strategy. Now, in the case of Howard, my clients had the luxury of time, so we were able to play the long game and do it well, but they were also reasonable. <laughs> and this is important, not everybody is, as you really do yourself no favors when you are unrealistic and overreach on the price. Uh, we did have a quick test the market price, but when it was clear that the market wasn't responding to that, we adjusted very quickly, decisively, and it paid off. I would also comment on the phrase marketing strategy, because I've used this a few times now, and marketing isn't just about throwing a home up on the MLS. I mean, that's a part of it, to be sure, uh, but there is so much more to marketing strategy than just that. Um, and even in the case of the MLS, not all marketing efforts are created equal. I mean, that's another video for another time. In the case of Howard, pricing actually ended up being a big part of our marketing strategy. We looked at all of the data that was out there, and we determined what was most appropriate given my client's timing and motivation. We had a few adjustments along the way, and we knew that might be necessary. And while it's true that the comps were just over 380,000, the fact is we didn't have nearly as many comps as we would have liked. 7905 Howard is a unique property. And that brings me to the final point I'd like to make about 7905 Howard and how I sold it for 20,000 more than the competition. Howard is a lovely home and it had a good deal to offer that other properties in the area didn't have, right? It met a need, as many homes do, that wasn't being filled by the current inventory. Because of this, my marketing emphasized those unique features of Howard, which addressed many of the pain points that consumers were experiencing with other homes. So if you know anything about homes in the range, you know that lot sizes tend to be roughly about the size of a postage stamp. 
Howard, on the other hand, sat on a massive, nearly one-half-acre lot. And in between that, the four-car garage and the landing strip-length runway, <laughs> I mean driveway, actually, was like a runway, could fit 10 cars, not to mention oversized bedrooms and second-story addition, this home did not lack for space. And I presented that consistently and creatively in my marketing of this home. One thing I've noticed is that while every home is unique and presents buyers with opportunity, agents often fail to capitalize on this. The most outstanding features of the home don't receive their due, and the marketing material, if it even exists, comes across as being flat and boring. Your home is special, and it has much to offer. The marketing should reflect that. With 2.5 billion users on social media, I make it a point to promote all of my listings on places like Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Now this is, of course, above and beyond the marketing you'd receive on the MLS. Many of the buyers I've had for my listings have contacted me only because they or somebody they knew saw it on social media and told them about it. I mean, 2.5 billion people, it's a lot of people. If you want to get your home in as front of as many buyers as possible and maximize your profit, you simply must have a presence there. But social media and the MLS aren't the only tools I've leveraged to sell my listings. In the case of Howard, the open house is actually what got it sold. According to the latest data from the National Association of Realtors, only 7% of homes sell from the open house. Now, because of this, many agents feel they're a waste of time. But the way I see it, exposure is the name of the game. The first home I ever sold, 8931st Street, a prairie square townhome in Brookfield, was to some buyers who were not even in the market to purchase, but had come into my open house only because they saw the open house yard sign sitting there on 31st Street. I mean, they hadn't even found the listing online. They happened to see the sign, oh, let's check it out. They fell in love, the rest is history. I mean, it doesn't get much more low tech than that. But the point is this, when you couple uh, these low-tech strategies with the high-tech marketing, uh, adding the low-tech on top of that can only help. In fact, I can trace no fewer than five sales directly to that first Prairie Square open house and my humble little yard sign. I'll have to tell you about that some other time.